This is Melissa Golden, and you're listening to Freedom in Numbers, and this is The Morning Mouthful. Good Thursday morning, June 25th, 2020. Just when we thought we had hit the maximum mudslinging capacity in the world today, everyone's favorite career burner of old is back, the hashtag MeToo movement, as if BLM and the Confederate flag and everything else wasn't enough. Um, MeToo decided they needed to rejoin the controversy. We need to destroy as many people as possible, as quickly as possible. But this time... Emblazoned women are speaking out against the video game industry. Now, I'll start this by saying that I'm still not over the fact that the hashtag MeToo movement destroyed one of my favorite comedians, Louis C.K., in 2017. If you've ever listened to his comedy, you're familiar with his lonely, dirty, sad sack of crap routine. Comedians thrive off of self-deprecation. And the primary story, in case you're not familiar, that ended his career was that two women who had accompanied him to his hotel room after a set, uh, they gave consent for him to openly masturbate in front of them. And the two women eventually became uncomfortable with the situation, imagine that, and left the room without incident and, and without an encounter. Unfortunately, when they came forward with that story through the last upheaval of hashtag me too, uh, that story alone, even though everything was consensual, uh, everything was, was up and up, uh, when, when they were uncomfortable, when they were done, he didn't, he didn't take it any further. That was enough to completely end all of his stand up and movie deals at the time. And he's basically been completely silent for the last several years. Like I said, that was 2017. Now he's now making a very quiet yet optimistically successful return to stand-up, which I'm sure will be absolutely crushed the minute hashtag MeToo finds out about it. But I digress. Medium has compiled a spreadsheet of over 200 tweets, stories, and threads by women accusing men in the gaming industry of everything from unwanted advances to full-on rape to... Uh, we woke up naked in the same bed. And in true hashtag me too fashion, many of the allegations are from many years ago, as far back as 13, 14, 15, and some involve men who have already been exposed for, for poor behavior and have already lost their careers and, and have already been destroyed because of uh, bad behavior. And, and predatory behavior. Now, of course, I did not read every one of the 200 stories and threads, but I looked at about 30 of them, and, and I'd like to share some common themes and the, the major issues that I have with those themes. First, many, 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 many of the stories involve alcohol, and a lot of it. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. 
Now, I use a Bible quote, not not as a, a Christian push, but to make the point that it's not new news that bad shit often happens when you're trashed, when you're in that scenario. Now, I'm not saying that all drunk girls deserve to be raped. I'm not saying that because you're intoxicated, you deserve any amount of sexual predatory anything. But in many of the stories, these women admitted to being completely blackout drunk to the point of having a hard time walking. There was even one woman that used the phrase that the man had gotten her blackout drunk. No, honey, you got you blackout drunk. Another one said that that he was pumping women full of drinks. Well, I'm sorry, but the only way that you are pumped full of drinks is if you continue to keep drinking. Do not get too drunk to protect yourself. How difficult a concept is that? Stay alert and able enough to protect yourself so that when the time comes to say no, you are able to say no and you are able to protect yourself. I I was not aware that this was a difficult concept for grown-ass women. Control yourself. Another handful of stories involve the fact that many of these women were sharing Airbnbs, hotels, and other rooms with the men that they're accusing. One woman even had a particular man at her house for some time, and when the alleged misconduct occurred, they were in her bedroom. And I'm sorry, ladies, but this one's on you too. I've spent my career in a male-dominated field, agriculture, and I did sales. So incredibly male-dominated field. And I have never once shared a room with a man in a professional setting. What made you think that that was a good idea? What part of that is acceptable behavior for professionals? You have a job. You have money. You more than likely have girlfriends in the industry as well. It's not like you're the only female in the industry. Get your own Airbnb. Get your own room. Or, or don't share rooms with people you barely know, as, as many of these stories were. Well, you know, we, we, had, we had talked on the internet and, you know, we had a professional relationship through the internet, but we had never really met in person. Uh, and then I decided to, to share a hotel room or share an Airbnb with this individual. Get your shit together. Act like a freaking professional if you want to be treated like one. I mean, don't put yourself in bad situations. Why would you share a room in a professional setting with a man. That's just wildly unprofessional in my opinion. We have always, in my industry, always had men and women in totally separate rooms. Come on. And my third observation in in these threads is that many of the women detailed having flirtatious relationships or even actual romantic relationships with these men before the events or actions that made them uncomfortable. And a couple of the women actually maintained professional and personal relationships after the alleged misconduct occurred. If I invite you to my house and you steal from me, I don't invite you over again. If you act like a sleazeball and make me uncomfortable, we don't stay friends. 
again, I, I just don't see how any of these are difficult concepts. If you continue to put yourself in bad situations and compromising situations, bad shit is going to continue to happen to you. Now that said, I, I'm not defending sleazeballs. No. My point is though, that all women, all women need to take full accountability for the role they played in the events that unfolded. If you're going to use your sexuality and charm to further your career, don't get upset when someone reciprocates, especially when there is massive amounts of alcohol involved, you're sharing rooms with these people, and you have admitted to having flirtatious and romantic relationships with these individuals in the past. Just, and I'm not, I I don't want to make a broad generalization that all women in the video game industry have used their sexuality, but, but take a look at many of the female live streamers, um, that have made it big in the video game industry. When there is more cleavage than video game on the screen, you did that to you and you need to be prepared for the repercussions. If you are going to use your sexuality to further yourself and your career, be prepared for the repercussions. And another thing, many of these women were upset that other men in the industry did not stand up for them. They did not call out these these predators and, and these these particularly unsavory men. And I'm I'm sorry but this one's on you too because maybe more good men more non-predatory men would stand up for you against the predators if you didn't have them all so freaking terrified that their own careers would be ruined, you know, looking back and wondering if they themselves may have made an unwanted advance in the past, which apparently making a pass at someone who is not interested is now a crime. Maybe they would have stood up for you if they weren't so afraid of their own potential past transgressions, considering that that that's all it seems to take to ignite your thirst for the blood of men these days. Oh my God. End rant. In other news, the apocalypse continues as a Saharan dust storm moves through the Gulf and up middle America today. Now it looks like blue skies outside right now, but I am Curious to see as the skies go dark and the mummies start emerging. The witch hunt for Michael Flynn continues to squander taxpayers' dollars. Apparently, the judges of this country have about as much respect for our hard-earned money as they do the constitution of this great nation. Which is none. It's, It's none. No respect. And finally today, Oklahoma City fire crews suggest that although you won't be able to see fireworks shows this 4th of July as they have all been canceled, you absolutely should have no fun and never do anything dangerous again in your life. They recommend as an alternative to fireworks this 4th of July, uh, family crafts, glow sticks, and noisemakers in lieu of fireworks. Folks, brace yourself for the softest Independence Day the United States has ever seen. You know what? Screw it. Put the whole freaking country in bubble suits already and move on. 
Hey, freedom-loving listeners. Thank you for being a part of this morning's mouthful. If you need a little more freedom in your day, feel free to check out our weekend edition of Freedom in Numbers. We'll see you tomorrow.